Hi, I'm Ken. And I'm Nicole. This is Under the Umbrella, an Umbrella Academy podcast. Not the off-season. Season three. Episode two. Yes. Wow, we almost planned that. It's like we did. <laughs> we didn't. We don't plan any of this. <clears throat> Ever. Nope, we don't. No. Anyway. I don't know. And we drink during it and make noises while we're drinking. You know. Super professional here. <laughs> yep. Super professionals. So we're back with episode two. We're a little late. We are a little bit late. There was a holiday. We didn't realize the dog was going to be barking. Because of the fireworks. Because of the fireworks. Our kid was gone for a couple of days, so we took a few days off and just relaxed. And now we're back. We're back. Yes. Hopefully we'll be on schedule better for subsequent episodes. Uh, Until next week. We'll I mean, go on vacation I for hope three so. days. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to try to get an episode before we go on vacation. Yes. So you guys aren't left in the lurch again? Yes. The three people that are listening seven. now. Ooh, we've got seven now. Yeah. <gasps> so exciting. Okay. I know, right? We love you all. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Shall we jump in? Of course. Uh, do you have a synopsis? I do. So we've got episode two of season three, The World's Biggest Ball of Twine is the name of this episode. Uh, with their number one missing, the sparrows take a hostage. Allison makes a painful discovery, and Klaus takes five on an eye-opening road trip. I have to... Uh, so we got a lot going on there. Yeah. I, I have to make a confession. I saw some spoilers. I did too, but we're ignoring those. Yes. They are, our questions and theories and thoughts are based on what we were thinking and feeling at the time of our second watching of I this episode. I feel like it's going to color my episode three notes probably but we'll <laughs> deal with that when we get there yeah i agree yeah we've been both been trying super hard to avoid any spoilers it's very difficult especially on facebook and one of yeah. the groups that i am active in on facebook for umbrella academy their two-week ban on spoilers was just lifted like today oh. so i've been seeing way more than i want to see yeah and you know i i go on reddit which is like a bad a bad place to go for spoilers. It really is. However, I click on things I think are going to be super benign, like Vanya's wig is really bad, and I'm like, oh, cool, hit the button, and I'm, I was like, I want to commiserate with these people, and then it's like, oh yeah, did you know that Luther kissed a pig? And I'm like, see what? That's how I find out that Han Solo died at the at the end of Force. Wait, which one? Force Awakens. I was reading. A totally different comment section that had nothing to do with Star Wars. And someone was like, yeah, it's like when Han Solo dies. It was awful. It was like seven years ago. It was still terrible. And I'm still upset about it. <laughs> anyway, back to this episode. Right. Okay, so we got the synopsis. Yes. Uh, we open up and um, we it goes through like um, kind of like inside the hotel Obsidian. Mm -hmm. And there's like a newspaper article hanging mm -hmm. and guess who's right there we've got sir reginald mr reggie yes we've got him at the ribbon cutting for the opening of the hotel obsidian i also have a, a very strange way that is hotel obsidian not hope tell not sure why i said that way because porter says it that way he says home tell with an m oh our seven-year-old is adorable <laughs> anyway so yes we've got the yep. so now so now we know that sir reggie Owns or owned or was in some way connected with the opening of this hotel that his children or not children are now staying in. Then we've got Luther. I, I have a theory. Okay. Your theory. I, I think. Let's uh, pause. 
Oh my gosh. My nose is just all of a sudden running off my face. You were fine like five seconds ago. I know. That's it's what I'm saying. Because of this podcast. Yeah. We got to stop. Um, I think that Sir Reggie, which I find very funny that we're calling Sir Reggie now. but Totally accident too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like Sir Reggie opened this hotel to be like a, uh, either like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a place uh, out of time? A place out of time for other aliens to come. Interesting. I like this theory. I think it's like some weird like ghost hotel where they're like trapped there. Yeah, but so far we haven't really seen, I mean, the only people that we've seen ghosts is um, Klaus. Yeah, but, but I don't mean like like ghosts because I just mean like they're trapped in like this weird plane of existence right. that is the Hotel Obsidian. Like regular people can still go there, but like there are pe- like the hotel itself is like some kind of weird cursed ghost hotel. Right. Is my is what I think because we've got like that you know the super glam couple with the the martinis and the dark glasses, and there's that old dude that wanders around in the uniform. Like, I, and then I, there's the two ladies with the cats. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's my theory on that. <clears throat> we've got. Luther, in his running outfit, is jogging downstairs. He goes for a run. He goes for a run. Uh, we see a lost dog sign up for Penny Crumb, is the name of the, the front desk guy's dog. Oh, Penny Crumb. For Penny Crumb. And he's got some signs up there mm-hmm. for missing dog. There's, you know, happy jaunty music playing. Luther's oh, yeah, Luther is like... He's a happy guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the ravens come. One raven. One raven. Then he starts seeing more... He starts to slow down, <laughs> and his good mood fades. We have Ray, Ray, Faze Ravens. Wow, that's gonna be rough for me. Ravens, Faze Ravens start. Favens. start chasing him, and we've got Christopher also chasing him, and Luther runs into a light pole because he's you know Luther. Luther. Yep. Uh, and then Sloane holds him upside down in the air, and he you know has some little banter, and then Ben kicks him in the face and knocks him out. Right. Uh, and there's Luther. Yeah. As uh, per usual. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time ever, we do this in our dining room, and we have a dog and two cats that decide that this is the time mm-hmm. to make so much noise. But they all, they'll be asleep for hours, and the microphone comes out, and suddenly they need all the attention, all the pets, all the loves, and they can't be quiet. Yes. So. On top of that, we live right next to railroad tracks and a highway. Yes. So it gets Ho- noisy sometimes. Hopefully, if you are listening now, you have listened to our other episodes. So you're well aware of the 90-pound puppy and our fat princess cat and so on and so forth. Yes. Uh, but if this happens to be your first episode, we're, we're sorry. sorry. We're sorry, not sorry. Ken tries to edit some stuff out, but... It's kind we, of a lost We don't have the fancy editing equipment. We just... It's an open room. You know, yeah. it is what it is. But Anyhoot. I don't think anyone's here for the quality of our podcast as much as the quality of the random the things qua- we say. <laughs> <laughs> the quality of what we're saying, not the quality of not the sound our quality. Oddity, audio. Oddity, yes. Oddity. It's the quality of our oddity. Yeah, that qual- is exactly what it is. <laughs> quality of our oddity. Anyway, back um, to the episode. Yeah. Allison. Allison um, goes home or... I see, I don't really understand this whole thing because... She, like, goes home, quote-unquote, but she's gone for, like, a day? Well, I think it's that, so when she and Vanya were talking before, Vanya was like, go, go home. And that was, like, the, like, 
earlier in the day before. Yeah. So she left. I think she like flew home to, I'm assuming, California since she's a movie star. Who knows? From what, Chicago? I think it's supposed to be New York. From New York. She yeah. flies from New York to California. Mm-hmm. She leaves during the day. And then and comes back. And it's night back. when she gets there. But we don't know how long she's there. Cause, so she goes to what we assume is her old house. Yeah. Um, it's you know, dark and stormy. She is like having flashbacks to Rumor and Claire, uh, which is, I think, one of the last times she saw her. Because we know that her husband caught her. He divorced her and she lost custody. So we, yeah. probably that's one of the last times she was alone with her daughter. Right. Um, and then, you know, the whole time travel thing and she was gone for years for her <laughs> right um so then in the house she goes to claire's room but quickly discovers it's not claire at all right um patrick who apparently still, still there? lives in that house runs in he has a he has a type apparently he's he, has, he runs in with his wife <laughs> they have no clue who allison is right. and patrick's like you're, you know allison's like talking to him and she's like patrick is me and he's like who the fuck are you um little girl screaming yeah and Allison's very upset. You know, she's screaming, where's Claire? And he's like, who's Claire? Like, because they don't know. Yeah. Um, Gives her 10 seconds to get out. Yeah. And, and, and like his wife is like, you're scaring her. You're scaring our daughter, which Allison doesn't want to do. And she apologizes. And, you know, I'm sorry. And yeah. then she says something is very, very wrong. Which, I'm sorry. Their behavior in the first two episodes, especially once they realize that Sir Reggie changed the, the, timeline. the timeline. Why on earth would Allison think that her daughter would still be there because I don't, you her know. own timeline has changed now. Her, like she didn't get adopted by Sir Reginald. So her entire background is gone. Yeah. She wouldn't have been in a place to meet her husband. She wouldn't have been in a place to have her daughter. She wouldn't have been in a place probably to be a movie star any longer. Like, right. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know why she thinks it would be the same. Also, where did her money come from? Like none of them had money at the hotel well, the day yeah. before. I don't really get that either. I wonder. What, I, what I did I have a thought that she might have rumored to get her, her way, way, like her way onto a plane or something like that. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Like she could just rumor her way to California, but then I look at like all the other guys and they're like, "Oh, gotta go buy this," and they're just mm-hmm. like, "There's some cash, you know." And I'm yeah. Where the I, hell I, did the cash come from? Yeah. So who knows? Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Different. Poor editing choice. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyhow, so then. Allison, you know, she's saying that something is very, very wrong. This is not how it's supposed to be. And then she's back at the hotel, waking up in the cab. Right. Um, so we, you know, can assume she left within the 10-second allotment and got back on a plane and flew back to what we think may be New York or Chicago. Yeah, wherever it is. Yeah, whatever city I, they chose. I think, I think you're right. I think it's supposed to be New York. I, I, because I, yeah, Chicago, I, I don't know, doesn't look that way. But I don't know. It's not I mean, my... New York doesn't really either. I feel like the, the vibe to me is either Chicago or New York. Is it? Do you get the vibe of like, oh, God, it's so windy here? Or do you get the vibe of, <laughs> I'm walking here? Neither. I, I more or less get like the close quarters, old feeling vibe. More than anything else. Right. Anyhow, <laughs> so um, we move on. And then we move on to Vanya. We've got Vanya. And who, she's looking at some old archives. Yeah, she's looking at like an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sees the siblings listed there. They're called the Kennedy Six in this timeline. Um, and it talks about like their you know attempt on Kennedy's life and how they went into hiding, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Um, and then we see Sissy. Yep. She's noted as having been a victim of coercion by Vanya. 
and uh-huh. her siblings. Right. And was involved in Kennedy's death as well as having killed Carl, the husband. Right. <clears throat> and then it also says that she died on October 1st of 1989, which is the same day that the siblings were born. Right. And there's no mention of Harlan in this. Like, they don't mention that she fled with her son. He's in there. Oh, was he? I didn't see yeah. him in the encyclopedia or any mention of him in that yeah. particular well, spot. I, yeah, I didn't write it down, but he's in there. Um, and uh, he... Because I can't remember what she said with, like, Harlan or something. I can't remember what it was. Um, anyway, then she rips out the page and goes and gets a haircut. I think there's a barbershop in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it seems that she's still in the same building. Oh, really? Because uh, I thought she went outside. No, it looks like it looks like she's, like, in, like, like there's, like... I think of it almost like a cruise ship. Like, there's an atrium and there seem to be, like, some shops along like, oh, really? one of the top, like, upper floors. Or something. It looks like she's still in the same building to me. Weird. I thought she was outside. The first time we watched, I thought that too. But mm. the second time we were taking notes and everything, it looks like she's in the same building. And also, you'll notice Diego gets a haircut at some point too. He does? He does. He gets his haircut. Oh. So I think that there's a barbershop inside the hotel. Where do they get the money? Well, they can charge their room at this point. Oh, sure. Anything in the hotel, they can just charge their room and deal with it later. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, so... Goes to the barber. She's looking, and it's you know like a men's barber. She's looking at the men's hairstyles and yeah. goes in. Um, and also, thank God, the horrible wig is gone. That wig was terrible. I'm <laughs> extremely upset by it. Yeah, I feel it's like gone now. Could. Like it, I feel like they were like, okay, you know, Elliot's only gonna wear this wig for an episode or two. Don't even put much effort into it. But come on, yeah, there done. are some fantastic wigs out there. It didn't have to be that bad. That was a terrible <laughs> wig. Like, yeah. And I, I I, almost wonder if it was, like, a purposeful choice to make it more clear that after getting rid of, like, cutting Vanya, becoming Victor, and cutting her, cutting his hair, I'm having trouble with, like, because obviously this changes, like, in the next scene between yeah. Vanya and Victor. I'm having trouble with, like, where to, the descriptors. We're not there yet. Vanya gets there. her hair cut. And I'm wondering if it was, like, meant to be, like, more of, like, a clear, this is how... Victor should look. This is what this person should be. And like make it more obvious by having the really crappy wig. That or they just Maybe, didn't really care. I don't think it really mattered. <laughs> I don't think they really cared. Like I feel like it was just a way to get from A to B. Yeah. Well that and we have like, you know, Ben's hair changed between the end of last season and, and this and the beginning of this season. So I wonder if they just weren't paying quite as much attention to detail and like just trying to like get well get the yeah, season but done I don't and get know. out. I feel like I feel like everything has a purpose and True. I just like, I feel like everything that they do has like everything that the directors do and stuff like that has a purpose. Mm-hmm. I just don't think, I don't think Vanya's wig was a purpose for anything. I think it was like, we just need to get her from here to here. And then from there on, it's like, you know, yeah, men's cuts. Like either way, it was a really bad wig. Yeah. It looked terrible, and I am extremely glad it's gone. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have Klaus. He's sleeping mm-hmm. and has a big pair of underwear on his face. <laughs> yes. But I, I'm i assuming just because of the size, they belong to Luther. Yeah, I, I'm I would assume Luther's that. Luther's got like a giant ass because he's like a giant monkey man. Yeah. And he wears tidy whities Wears tidy whities because that is exactly what Luther would wear. Yeah. Hands down. Um, I mean, that or he would wear, just go commando. I don't think so. He's too buttoned up. 
He's too, I mean, but he's, he's too super buttoned hairy. up and shy and like conventional, except for the fact that he's in love with his sister. I mean, he you has mean, a type. He does have a type. Um, like, well, his sister again, I should say. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not there yet. There's been there's been inklings though when yeah. they talk, you know, when they see each other. Right. Anyhow, so he throws the underwear. Uh, Klaus it throws it away across the room. Lands on lands Diego's on Diego. face. Diego doesn't notice because he was raised with brothers. And he just sleeps through it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Klaus gets out of bed and finds his shoe. And he has a false heel. Which are fantastic boots, by the way. I want a pair of those. <laughs> they are amazing. Of course you do. I love boots. Uh, yes. Uh, and he pulls out a piece of paper and it has the name of his mom. He, we, can, assume, yeah, we, assume, we can assume that it's his mom. Yeah, we've got Rachel Hirschberger is yeah. the name from somewhere in Pennsylvania. Yep. Um, nine pound infant, $3,000. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we get some random shots of random people in the hotel. Mm-hmm. I, I have downstairs weird hotel guests are wandering around. Yeah. Or hotel ghosts, excuse me, are wandering around. Hotel ghosts? Yep, they're hotel ghosts. They're wandering right. around. Um, Diego's son is getting food at the bar. Mm-hmm. There's an empty fish tank, too. Not yet. Yeah. It has three lobsters. Did in it? it? I thought it was empty at that point. Nope, it has three, because the, the Eldridge lava pill has not burst yet. No, they, they notice in, like, this scene that they're gone. Nope. Well, now I'm going to go back and watch again. You oh, can. my God. This has been bugging me since our last episode. <clears throat> I accidentally referred to a song as having been done by Death Cab for Cutie, it was not Death Cab for Cutie. It was um, My Chemical Romance. Oh. I know that. I apologize to anyone who cares. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> Moving on. Oh, uh, yeah. They don't... Uh, he That doesn't happen until after the scene where Vanya returns. See, I thought that they were showing the fact that the tank was empty nope, now. They, they, throw the, they show the tank and it has three lobsters in it. Hmm, okay. So I thought that was from a previous episode. Nope. Anyhow, uh, Stan's loading from the buffet... Diego, Klaus, and Five are talking about Diego's surprise kid and who the mom is and all sort of stuff (laughs) and kind of generally making fun of him. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Vanya walks up. mm -hmm, With new haircut. New haircut. Tells him about meeting with Marcus. They're all super angry. Yeah. And um, Klaus calls her Vanya. She stops him and says, nope, it's Victor. Yeah. And Diego's like, who the fuck is Victor? (laughs) Um, And he says, it's me. It's who I've always been. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. And this is Anybody the cutoff got a problem. for us. Yes. From now on, Vanya, is Vanya Victor. has become Victor. And that's that's it. Yes. Confusion <laughs> ends now. Thank you. Yeah. No more confusion. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, it's been it's been hard because like I don't want to dead name Victor or Elliot. Yeah. But at the same time, like the character up until this moment was still Vanya. Yeah. So. But I'm Elliot. I'm sure is an he's an actor. So he's got to know that his roles that he's played up until this point were we'll women. Still have the names. We'll of still the have female the characters. female yes. characters, and I'm sure that he's a staunch enough actor to be like, <laughs> okay, these are roles that I played. You know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I feel like up until this point, I don't. I feel like he's not going to be upset that you're using Vanya and Victor. Or Vanya instead of Victor, because... Well, I doubt that Elliot Page is going to care what I say or think. I just... It, it was a struggle. <laughs> but it's done now. It's done. We have Elliot. We do. We have Victor, excuse me. Vic- we already had Elliot. Victor. We yeah. have Victor now. 
Anyway, so Victor says, anybody got a problem with that? Yeah. And um, nope, it's nobody cool. does. Yeah, the, the brothers, they all start kind of like bickering. They're all like, nope, it's great. You know. And then they kind of move Congratulations. on. Congratulations. You know, uh, I think Five's the only one who was like, I'm truly happy for you. The other ones are like, all right, I don't care. Yeah. Um, Klaus just rolls with it. <laughs> um, also, yeah. I noticed before this, when Victor walked up, Klaus complimented his new haircut. Uh-huh. And the look on Victor's face was so happy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've got a great haircut. <laughs> and the brothers all just kind of like roll with roll it. With it. And they're yeah. like, yep, we're happy for you. Great. Moving on. We're still pissed at you because you behind our backs and did this. What yeah. the hell, man? Then, um, so, yeah. So now they're back to being angry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they are upset that she went or he went to go see Marcus. Mm hmm. And he says, Marcus doesn't want a war any more than uh, we do. Mm-hmm. And they made a deal. Yep. But and he doesn't really, he doesn't um, elaborate any more on the yeah, deal. Yeah, he doesn't elaborate on what the deal was, um, just that they met. Uh, Diego does say that the Sparrow Academy tried to homicide them, is how he phrases it, <laughs> yeah. which I just loved. <laughs> um, but yeah, Victor just says that they made a deal to get the briefcase back, and they can go back and fix the timeline. Mm-hmm. And then they start arguing because Five says, no, we're done. We are finished with it. We've stopped messing with the timeline. Right. Victor points out that Allison's upstairs grieving the daughter that doesn't exist. And he gets, you know, very worked up about this. Like, because also he left Sissy behind. And right. his sister is upstairs devastated. Wait, why is he upset? Wait, I'm sorry. Victor is upset on behalf of Allison and because he left Sissy behind. In 1963. So he wants to go back and fix this. And Five is saying, no, you can't, we can't go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Five says it's not about them. They saved the world. And now he's retired. End of discussion. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> and then... Uh, and then... I actually had a conversation about this episode with someone recently. Uh-huh. About the, the way that they deal with Victor coming out essentially like Vanya becoming Victor sure I both love and hate it okay there's a couple reasons so first of all the fact that the brothers just roll with it they're like yep we're happy for you here we go we've got a brother now great I love that and it's how I wish every transition like this and every coming out like this would happen right it doesn't that's sad and terrible it should happen like this your family should just be like yeah great let's move on Right. So on that side, I love this. I think it's fantastic. I love how they did it. Um, I did read and I saw an um, interview with Elliot Page, and he had quite a bit of input in this. And I guess that's actually how a lot of people in his own life reacted when he came out. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. Yay, Victor. Yay, right. Elliot. Congratulations. But I am watching this show for entertainment. That scene was not entertaining, and that makes me sad. <laughs> I, I wanted there to be some kind of, like, storyline built into this uh-huh. so that you could actually, like, you know, see and enjoy this. Now, a person coming out is not meant to be something so, enjoyed, and it's not meant to be for entertainment, but they included it in the show. Therefore, I wanted I, entertainment. I value. get you, and I understand what you're, where you're coming from, and I understand what you're asking for. I don't think this is the episode that you get that. No, it's not. You get it in the next episode. You get it in episode three. Episode three. Yes. When Luther finds out. Oh, yeah. That's when you get We're your... skipping ahead now, but yes. I know, but that's what I'm saying to you. Is A that... little bit, but even even still, like, I, I had when 
the rumors rumor started circling about how they like Vanya was going to become Victor and they were going to incorporate Elliot's transition into the show. Mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be a storyline specifically dealing with that. Like right. they came back from 1963 and something got mixed up and Victor realizes this right. is who he's supposed like something like that. Like I thought there was going to be like a storyline that oh. went through this and there isn't. And yeah. the fact that they're just kind of like, yep, Vanya is Victor. Victor is happy. Victor, this is who Victor is supposed to be. End of discussion. Moving on. Is fantastic. But it's also not what I would expect from a show that is meant to be entertainment. Right. Yeah. And I, like I said, like I get that. But I think I think you're not supposed... I, I think that this interaction and the interaction he has with Allison... I think the one with Allison's more in-depth and kind of yeah. gives more of that like entertainment, more... Really? Because I don't find that one entertaining at all. I find but, that one well, super not, stilted. Not entertaining so much as like I'm sitting there wanting to be, you know, like laughing or crying or whatever along with it. But it gives more depth to the situation. Sure. It, it gives more emotion and it gives more... I mean, I don't even think there's that much emotion in that one. But there is. Like when, when Victor's looking at himself in the mirror and they're talking about like what he sees and what he hadn't seen before and things like that. Like it gives more ba- background to the storyline. I feel like with this first scene where he's telling his brothers it was like okay like the 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 writers and the directors were like vanya's gotta become victor we're just gonna make it happen and move on real quick yeah rather than actually giving it a storyline and the time that i think it deserves both on an entertainment like side and also because there are so many people that can't come out because they don't know how their families are going to react they don't know what's going to happen and while my wish and hope is that everyone can come out like this and it's just their family accepts it and moves on. There are a lot of people who can't do that. And I, I, I wish that they had somehow incorporated that struggle into the show a bit more. Okay. Cause people watch TV shows and movies and things like that. And they watch celebrities and actors and people like, you know, that, not really authority figures, but people who have like influence and they see how they behave and react and they see what they go through. Right. Now the reactions are fantastic in this. I just wish there was more of a storyline leading up to it. Sure. Okay. That being said, it doesn't take anything away from how much I love the show or anything on those lines. And I am very happy that it didn't become like some massive bone of contention like right. within the show. Cause it shouldn't be. I just wish there'd been more storyline to like add more depth of emotion to it. Right. That's all. Okay. I get it. Other than I, that. I understand. Sure. But, yeah. So. Um, and then, okay, so, uh, let's see. Then Diego says something about how they've been replaced with blobs and cubes and shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then Five gets up and walks back to the um, uh, buffet. Mm-hmm. And Klaus is like, oh, is he wearing aftershave? <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> he's all grown up now. Yeah. Um, and then this is when the ELP sends out a burst and lights go out in the hotel. Okay. And then five notices there's no lobsters. Yes. Because Klaus says that the front desk guy whose name I can't remember must have blended them up into a morning smoothie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is where Klaus convinces five to go on a trip to the country. Yes. He wants to go for a drive in the Pennsylvania countryside. And then after <laughs> Klaus convinces five to go for a drive in the countryside, we have a commotion with front desk guy whose name I can't remember right now. And, and Stan. Stan, yeah, that's his name, right? Yep, Stan yeah. is the kid's name. Uh, apparently, Stan had shoved some muffins down his pants, 
and <laughs> he's like, dude, it's a, it's a buffet. I can take whatever yes, I want. P- Penny Crumb's owner was <laughs> very upset. So yeah. Diego grabs him and he's like, I'll handle this, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you guys need to sit him down to lay down the ground rules. Well, yeah, and they kind of have a heart to heart. Uh, I, I mean, I kind of feel like they kind of he sits him down to have like a heart to heart. You know, um, he, he gives him like like the rules, but also like you, we kind of get more of a sense of Stan and how his mother's like not really there. Yeah. Um, and then he, as he's sitting there, he looks over and Stan has like you know something dripping Pussing from out his of his ear. ear. Yeah. And he's like, oh god, what is that? And Stan's <laughs> like, and it, it, like up until this point, Stan has been trying like really hard to be like really tough acting and everything. Yeah. Like that. And all of a sudden he's like. Oh, um, he's like, like very childlike and embarrassed. He's like, I need my ear medicine. I forgot to pack it when we left. And <laughs> if I don't have it, then, then pus drains from my ear and it smells like cat puke. And yeah. it goes like, like you, like his like eyes are like watering. He's like, Oh my God, like, <laughs> let's go get you some medicine now. Right. I know. You know, I kind of feel like we've been in that situation before, like not necessarily with medication or something like that, but like, <laughs> we're just like, Oh, Porter. <laughs> what what just happened <laughs> what is coming from body yeah oh children <laughs> um, so they go leave to get meds for him mm-hmm. Victor stops them and says he needs Diego to stay there and not do anything stupid um, Stan says Victor's not the boss of Diego in this like super bratty voice and, and Diego smacks him, him in the back yeah. of the head yep and then they leave <laughs> yeah. he says uh, he's gonna go let's see where is it uh, he's gonna go bond with his spawn, I think, or something like that. He he has like he's got kids stuff to do or parents stuff to do or something like that. Oh right. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, they gotta take kid stuff and they take off. Mm-hmm. Um, Victor is trying so hard with his like new attitude to like lead, mm-hmm. like be a leader. Yeah, he's like, like, I need you guys to just just suck it up and focus for the one time, yeah. just for a bit, like while I because I'm gonna this. go back to sissy. Allison's gonna go back to her thing. You guys can go where the fuck you want, like, yeah. but I need you guys this to is what's focus happen. and do what I'm telling you to do. What, what I really enjoy though is that Victor missed the whole like Diego has a kid conversation. So there's this, ran- and she doesn't even give a shit. He or he, sorry, yeah. There's like he this, doesn't give a shit. there's this like random child who's mouthing off to Victor, and then right. her brother smacks him in the head, and he's like, "We gotta go do, kids, do some kid stuff," and she's like, "He, my god, yeah, we're, this ba- is, we're bad." I'm. I had no struggles with this up until this moment. That's annoying. <clears throat> anyway, he is like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> who, who is this child? Where is my brother going? And why? Yeah. Um, I imagine that would be extremely confusing to have your brother who has no children suddenly have this child that they're doing stuff with without <laughs> right. any explanation of any sort. I meant to write, uh, just want to show my cool typo here. I meant to write seriously. And I wrote, or take him serious. I wrote, Certurisus. <laughs> like you've got dinosaurs on the brain or something from our kid. Uh, I felt like I was typing like a dinosaur the other day. Just <laughs> uh, Luther, Luther wakes up in a room mm-hmm. and mom is, or Grace, Grace. is standing over him. Mm-hmm. Taking care. And he yeah. calls her mom and she's like, why does everyone call me that? And yeah. Right. Because she's not his mom anymore. Yeah, not my mommy. Um, he picks up a mop handle. And, or she... Uh, he's like, well, where am I? And she's like, you're at the Sparrow, Sparrow Academy. Academy. And then she just kind of like lets him go. And he picks up a mop handle like he's going to use it to defend himself. And he opens a door and Sloane hands him a smoothie. 
Yep, he's in he's in the kitchen. Like yeah. they're like kitchen, like hangout room area. It's the same room where they were working out in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. They have like their kitchen in this big open air space. Right. <clears throat> um and they ask him to like join them and he's like, No, I gotta go. And he's like, Oh, is that cashew butter? And they they like list like all the different types of butters they, <laughs> they have. have and he, tons he's of like butter. Oh, and like yeah. sits down to enjoy some delicious food. Yeah. Delicious food of deliciousness. Mr. Page. There we Uh-oh. go. Yep. Okay. Um, so he sits down, starts eating. Um, they're all around the table, except for Marcus, of course. Of and course. Ben introduces himself, and Luther's like, it's so great to see you again, buddy. And Ben gets like, all oh, annoyed. He's like, why does everyone <laughs> keep saying this? Right. And Luther's like, well, you've been dead for 15 years. Yeah. Which, again, just like Allison not understanding that her entire timeline has been erased, what, why... Like, I get that they're excited to see Ben. He's their brother. He died. They're all excited. But why can't any of them understand that Ben does not know what they're talking about? Right. <laughs> why well, and, like, why I don't is it know. so it just hard like to be got... like, in our timeline, you died. You were our brother and you passed away and it was very sad. We're happy that you're alive here. Like, yeah. I just don't understand, like, none of them seem to understand, like, where what's going on. Yeah. And, like, even, like... Even the Sparrow Academy, like they, Sir Reggie told them, like, yeah. well, this and was like I feel timeline. like you like, have like a couple people on there that are just like super intelligent, mm-hmm. and they're like, and even then they're like, well, you know, they just like they don't under, they don't get it or mm-hmm. understand what's going on, you know, like, like this is one of those things, like you know, on Reddit they're like, what is a movie if people had to apply logic to it, wouldn't even be a movie anymore, and it'd be like. <laughs> This situation, this entire show. they would they would stop and they'd be like, oh, they just need their box, and you would just go get the box, mm-hmm. and because the the Eldritch lava pill didn't even come into existence until they started fighting, right? So like they've been like, oh, we we're in the wrong spot. Can we have our can we have our um, can we have our briefcase? briefcase and we'll be out of here. And we'll be out, and that's it. <laughs> like I I don't know. I just like and, you know Ben would be like, oh. Yeah, hand him that. Or Marcus would be like, <laughs> yeah, get them hell out of here because we have a great thing going right now. Like, right? You know, yeah. There's I a, don't get it. There's just so much about, like, these first couple episodes where they're, I feel like they're trying to, like, shoehorn this storyline in really hard. And, like, yeah. there's, like, some funny parts to it, but it's just like, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he tells Ben that he's been dead for 15 years. Ben is confused. <clears throat> and the others introduce themselves. Yeah. Um, so, we've got Ben, who's number two. Faye is number three, and she's also, like, got her hand out, and she's, like, eating, like, some seeds or nuts, like, you would oh, have, like, she really? like, a bird to do so. Oh. <laughs> it, just, it made me, like, think, like, like she was, like, holding, like, her her nuts or seeds or whatever, like, a bird. Yeah, but think and about this, them. though. Think about this. She has no sight of her own, mm-hmm. so she has to rely on a bird. How hard would it be to, like, eat, but, like, looking, like... Uh, from a corner, like someone, like you know, if, if like your camera was up there, like yeah, way she's up on quite a wall dainty somewhere. when she's eating, though. So yeah, but like, impressive. I don't know, like if you just close, like it'd be so difficult. It'd be like looking in a mirror and using only the mirror to like, yeah, do something. You know, like I don't know. It just seems like it seems like she's doing that because it's like this is the easiest way <laughs> to eat without. Like, without trying to figure out everything else. <laughs> True. Yeah. I just enjoy that. Um, and then we've got Alfonso, number four. Mm-hmm. And quattro. then, yes, yeah, he says Quattro, which <laughs> is a song who plays, that plays later on when he's in the drugstore. Yep. Um, anyway, so he says, you know, Alfonso, Quattro. We've got Sloan is number five. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jamie's number six. 
followed yep. by Christopher, number seven. Christopher says something unintelligible. They all laugh, and they all say that he's feeling saucy today or something <laughs> like that. And he, he, Luther wouldn't get it. <clears throat> yeah. Where, but he still laughs anyway. Because they all laugh. Well, I uh, think I think Luther just laughs it up. Like, I, I don't think, think so there's too. anything. Yeah. He's like, oh, we're laughing. We're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what laughy people do. <laughs> yeah. um, then he asks where number one is. And Ben very aggressively stabs his knife into the table and says, that's what he wants to know, or I want to know. Luther says that if his family took Marcus, because they're, you know, saying that the Umbrellas took Marcus. Yeah. He says, if his, if his family took Marcus, he'd be the last one to know, because they tell him nothing. <laughs> uh, but, but he's like, but I'll send Marcus right back if they did. See you later. Well, <laughs> he says, this sounds like an easy fix. I'll head back, and then I'll send him back without a scratch. <laughs> he's like, all done. Yay. Yeah, like, oh, we don't want to fight. Like, let's just get the fuck out of here. Super like, simple. Yeah. Uh, and then Ben invites Luther to stick around. Until Marcus is returned. And then they all leave in bed. <laughs> Luther's like, my family will come for me. And they're like, great. We'll see them then. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. And then, and then Ben says, if you try to escape, phase birds will peck your eyes out and make a nest in your head. And Luther's like, uh. <laughs> he's like, okay, great. I guess I'll stay here then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they all leave. <clears throat> and then we go back. Except for Sloane. She stays with him. Yeah. Right. And they make googly eyes at each other. Yes. And then we go back to the Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor brings Allison some food. Yep. And yeah. Allison is devastated by losing her daughter. Uh, Again, <clears throat> I don't think she should be super de- devastated. Like, they ended up in the wrong place. I mean, I, I would be devastated, but at the same time, like, I, I feel like the amount of shock that she's showing is... Redonkulous? Yes. Be- yeah. Just because, like, again, she should have Figured known that her daughter didn't exist in this timeline yeah or at least if even if her daughter existed it's not her daughter in this timeline because she's not there yeah right so anyhow um yeah that's fine but but victor says there could be a way out of it and he tells allison that he's meeting with marcus to get the briefcase and allison um everybody gets so upset when he says things like this yeah you're like dude and Allison's like, "You're crazy if you think I'm not going. If you think I'm not going to go with you." And Victor's like, "You're crazy if you think I wouldn't want you to go with me. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you about that." <laughs> yeah. Um, Allison asks when Victor became an optimist, and he says, "I'm making a few changes, I guess." Yes. Yeah. And then we go to Lila. We got Lila. Yeah. She's walking through a park with her briefcase. She's got like. Iced coffee or something like yeah. that. So she's heading to Berlin, but her briefcase doesn't work. Yeah. She gets and very then angry. she destroys it. Yes. Very angry. <laughs> and that's Lila. Yeah. I mean, that's... Again, I don't think they... You know, I literally like this show, but I feel like these first couple episodes, they're just fucking it up. Yeah. Like, if, if, the, if this season had been the first season we watched, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. Right. Like, and I'm sure that's true with, like, a lot of shows with, you know, subsequent seasons. Like, the first season's, like, the most powerful a couple episodes. Yeah. But. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like it's starting off pretty weak. Yeah, not not <clears throat> loving it so far. Yeah. Other than the fact that I love all these characters and I love the show itself. I'm just not loving the way they are doing their storytelling. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, then we go to Klaus and Five and they're yep. chilling on the road. They're driving the hotel's car, <laughs> which I assume the hotel just has cars available to their guests, which some hotels do have. Mm-hmm. Uh, five says he's so happy to just relax and hang out. He made a list of all the roadside attractions <laughs> that he, they're gonna see, and he's super excited about it. And you know, it's like, like it's like 
everything a 60-year-old man would want to do when he's on a road trip. <laughs> right? And, yeah, and he's, like, he's all casually dressed. He's got his hat. He's, like, all happy. And then Klaus is, like, by the way, we're going to find my birth mother. <laughs> yeah. Which Five is not happy about at all. Yeah. Um, and he said, wouldn't have come with you because I'm supposed to be retired. And then they argue about about where to stop and stuff like that. And they end up at the ball of touring. Yes. Pulling yep. across traffic and making almost car accidents happen. Yes, because Five grabs the wheel and forcibly <laughs> turns them. Yeah. <clears throat> So then they they are gone. Uh, we've got Allison and Victor, and this is the the scene that I think shows a more depth of emotion, more range. Um, you know, I honestly like I I get why I get why you would say that, but I feel like it's super stilted. Like I don't feel like the emotion between I think the from, two. At I all. don't mean between the two of them, but when like Victor talking about his own experience, I think is the more powerful part in this scene yeah. than previous scenes. <sighs> because they're walking they're talking about like victor like finding himself and becoming victor and everything and allison kind of makes it about her a little bit when she's like you know i'm sorry i didn't notice which is seems to me to be a fairly normal reaction to finding out that your sibling or family member is is trans and you know is becoming someone that you don't necessarily know very well um so I feel like it's a normal reaction, but Victor also is like, you couldn't have known because I didn't know. So chill out, lady. Let's move on. And yeah, the, and he, he talks about how he didn't know until Sissy because Sissy like unlocked something inside him. Like it was like being let out of a box. Basically. Yeah, he didn't want to be in that box anymore. Mm-hmm. He, something like he says. Yeah. Again. Is this the thing you're saying? Huh? Yeah. So this is when the, yeah. the, where they're like looking in the window and... Allison asks Victor, like, what do you see? And he says that before he never, like, really cared to look in, look in windows and mirrors and really, like, understand why people would because he never saw anything. And Allison's like, well, what do you see now? And he says, I see myself, which to me, that is, like, a super powerful moment Um, because it just, like, underscores that this is who Victor is supposed to be. He is now looking at himself rather than some, like, you know, facsimile of what he feels, essentially. Yeah. So I think it's a super powerful scene. Yeah. I'm happy that they included it. I wish there had been a little more emotion behind the scene previously. Yeah, because I just, I like, I don't know. Like. Maybe it's just a guy thing. Like, because he's telling his brothers, they're just like, yeah, sure, and just move on. And because he's talking to his sister later, there's just more emotion. But I don't, but I don't really I don't like get, that stereotype. So, like, I don't get. I don't get where the family is showing much emotion to Victor at all. Like, for me, like, I would be like, oh, well, that's great. You know, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd have more emotion behind it. Yeah. And that's, like, that's what and I, I mean. Like, with that first that. scene, there's just nothing. Also, I do think we have to take into account who these people are. They're not a very emotionally, like, connected family to begin with. So that could be part of it. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like last season they made so much togetherness happen. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, they're starting over at square one with no, with no, like, connectedness. Like, I feel like they just forgot everything that they possibly could have learned in last season. And it's just like, oh, yep, not really, yeah, we're not now, really now connected we're all anymore. back here again. So, like... I don't know. I just, to me, I expected more emotion to go between them, and mm-hmm. like that's what I was hoping for. And, and so I'm a little disappointed that. that we don't have that. And that's why that's why I like the interaction between Victor and Luther, 
mm-hmm. because I think it's such a genuine, like, it's such a genuine, um, like, moment. interaction yeah. and genuine moment for, for a character, Luther, who we don't, who's just kind of happy-go-lucky all the time, you know, we made jokes about him Luthering around, you know, all that kind of stuff, like, I just feel like he's not he doesn't really have that kind of range. Mm-hmm. And then we have Victor who has been like, like introspective and shut down mm-hmm. until now. And he's like, Hey, this is me now. Yeah, Like now I can, and people like, this is then, my there's emotions. no, this is who I am. there's no more like connectedness or anything like that. And that's why these first two where he's like, I'm Victor. I just feel are kind of like stilted and stunted. Like Mm. in, they could have, I feel like they could have put more emotion into it and it would have made me care a lot more about what is going on. Um, and you know, we're not, we're not at the scene. We're not going to get the scene between Victor and Luther. Luther scenes in the next episode. But I feel like that one is a much more powerful, much more genuine reaction. Yeah. Between, between them. Anyway, so, like I get why these scenes are necessary and like what they're doing. I just don't feel like I feel like they've been through so much in season one and season two and they're starting like it feels like they're starting all over again from scratch and they're not like they're not like connecting. Yeah. With they're not showing I guess they're not showing the enthusiasm I wish they would have shown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, okay, whatever, and then move on. And yeah. it's like, which on the one hand this is, a huge, is good because it's just now it's normal and true, we're moving on with our lives. But it's such a huge, like, for Vanya, Victor, Vanya specifically, I feel like she, she he has been through so much, mm-hmm. like the being drugged for. 30 or 20 mm-hmm. years, whatever, you know, the constantly being told you can't do this, like, you know, going through a relationship where a dude almost killed her, going through, you know, all these different things. And then all, you know, where she, you, I just see her like go in and in and in. And then at the last, the last couple episodes of season two, where all of a sudden she's like, well, this is, you know. Wow, fuck! Like mm-hmm. I can do these it's things. Where Vanya started like and figuring out who she figuring was. out who she was or he was, and then we go to here and like people have seen like this progression and how hard like I feel like Victor would have to be like okay, well this is who I am. There's just no like there's just no enthusiasm, and I'm like well, and I, I'm I searching do, for I like do wonder, the enthusiasm uh, as. Much as, like, I don't like necessarily the way they laid these scenes out in terms of, like, you know, like, the emotional quality of it, I do wonder if it's almost to underscore that this, for Victor to go from Vanya to Victor, was not that big of a step for him because he'd already found out so much about himself and kind of, like, getting out of that box and finding, figuring out what is important, what he wants, what he feels. And so then when he realizes, like, you know, I'm not Vanya, I am Victor... It's not as big of a step sure. as he had taken in previous seasons. Okay. I mean, yeah. And I, I almost feel like that might be indicated in the way they kind of downplay it, where it's meant to be just like, you know, like a not like, you know, just like a eventual destination rather than like this big leap or something like that. Sure. I, 
Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I can get that. I can't. I'm, I just I'm of like three minds of yeah. The, I just the I mean, way they portray this. I was just looking show. for more enthusiasm. Like, yeah. Like more like more excitement. More excitement. Like I feel like they did know, the support part really great, but they didn't do like the excitement part really well. Yeah, like they were supportive, but they weren't excited. Like oh, that's like that's this cool. is like the only one that was like yay awesome for you was five, and it was I'm truly happy for you. Yeah. Which for five is a lot of emotion. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I mean, and it was genuine. I just didn't see like the, I, I, yeah. I want, I wanted more. Like I wanted more enthusiasm. I wanted them to be, to like emote <laughs> That's what I, I want for Victor. I want for Victor to have his family be super Enthusiastic. excited for him. Yes. Like, you know, and, and, that's, and, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. That was, that's, that's I had like trouble the whole like thing. Yeah. vocalizing that. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. I was looking for like them to be like yeah that's great like you know what like i don't know maybe just be like what what would change like i don't know i'm just looking for i'm just i was just like grasping for like in any kind of like store like story about like why mm-hmm. now you know that kind of stuff See, and now I just you know how I, how I was feeling yeah but yeah. like I feel like they could have helped that if they got enthusiastic, like, yeah. and 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 emoted more about this thing. I agree. Um, also, we have spent a lot of time on yeah, we have. Victor's transition. We might have to do a double, which I think was exciting, and I'm super glad they included it in the show the yeah. way they did. Right. Still, I have problems with it. So do you? Yeah. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> uh, At the world's biggest ball of twine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on now. Now that we've moving gotten on. that out, right? Moving on. Okay, ball of twine. Let's, yes, let's, we've uh, got... we, we're we're at almost an hour, so we gotta we gotta hit, we gotta move this on. We're good. Okay, we have to have time. People like us. <laughs> They'll listen. <laughs> you nothing, say that. There's nothing else good on right now, anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Klaus and Five are at the world's biggest ball of twine, um, and they Klaus, have an epiphany. Yes. Well, and Klaus is telling Five that he found the receipts for like their purchases when yeah. they were children um he was looking for stuff to steal he was looking for keys to because they were the boofing state. on uh, ecstasy yes <laughs> or xanax boofing xanax i think he said xanax yeah um and he says that with everything different now he wanted to find out who he could have been right so he wants to go find his his mother five kind of like asks like you know did you find mine and he's like nope just mine mm-hmm. which Five was pretty visibly disappointed that, right. like, but also, you know, like, this is another high, thing. Like, this is another thing that bugs me, and we'll have to talk about it in the next episodes or whatever. But just the moms, and then how they're like, oh, it's the moms, and then it's like, no, yeah, no more moms. And there's, like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, they're gonna find them. Nope. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they talk like about like family and how crazy it is, and they both kind of like talk over each other, but arrive at like the same destination like like in terms of their thought process yeah um and klaus tell or five tells klaus that you know excuse me klaus tells five that he's glad that he's the one that came with him and he's like now you say something nice to me yeah and five's like just get in the car bitch yeah let's 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 go (laughs) (laughs) and he's like oh you're so nice to me (laughs) it's five's version of affection yeah (laughs) uh Uh, and then at the drugstore we've got diego and stan looking for stan's your medicine, and mm. they run into Jamie and Alfonso. Well, first he's like, just get the no-name shit. And he's like, have you ever had the no-name shit? <laughs> yeah. I just like, I kind of St- like... Stan their, knows what he needs. I kind of like their banter, because it's like, it's like, 
Diego's like really trying to like figure out like who this kid is mm-hmm. and like just kind of like that. And this kid is just like, I guess you're my dad. Well, like, he's not even totally sure that Stan is yeah, his right. child. He's just like, this kid's in my care. I guess I got to do something. Yeah. So, yeah. But you can see that he's starting to like have some affection and for open him up a as little well. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I feel like Diego kind of needed. I, I kind of feel like it's cathartic. Like Diego needed this catharsis because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like he needed a child. He needed to, he needed to, something to be like, oh wait, this is how fathers should be, you know? Because because <laughs> Reggie has been like a bitch to him, like Sir Reggie, Sir Reggie, sorry, Sir, Sir Reggie. Reggie has been such an asshole, and like like for his whole and he's still trying to get his dad's approval, right? Like, and even now, knowing that his father didn't like want him at all, so yeah, he didn't even adopt him anymore, right? Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so they're looking for the medicine. Yep. Jamie and Alfonso come in. They fight. Um, uh, you know, so they just like steal shit. It, yeah, and I, it made me think back to like the pizza. Like, I don't think they paid for those pizzas in the first. No, no, episode. they just go and take they whatever they took want. Them. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like you're kind of we're starting to like sort of see the cracks in like their good guys persona, basically. Right. Um, and like Jamie's like opening the food up and like eating it, and Alfonso's yeah. like, "Yeah, get me some snacks or munchies or whatever, however he says it." Yeah. Um. So anyway, Alfonso starts fighting with Diego. Um. And also, we know. The- this town is huge. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, I'm just going to go. We're just running into each other like all the time. I'm like, dude, I could like, if it was me, I could go somewhere and never see oh, them in this our city. Our town that we currently live in has less than 30,000 people. And I rarely run into anyone I know. And I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> right. it makes me happy. <clears throat> but yeah, they keep running into each other all over the place. Um so in this so we know that Alfonso's powers are basically to like take the energy that's directed at him and send it back to his attacker, essentially. Right. Yeah. It seems to me though that his his powers seem to be somehow connected to like his energy level. Because at first, every, you know, punch and hit and kick that Diego's landing is getting thrown back on him, mm-hmm. but then slowly it's changing and like he's not getting those hits like reflected back on him. Like when he kicks Alfonso's face. Alfonso's chin falls off. And Diego's like, yeah. dude, your chin. He's like, yeah, that happens. But, like, Diego doesn't get a hit from that. Right. Diego doesn't have an impact. Yeah, I'm not... But then I, a few minutes later... They don't really explain that. And they're... Like, yeah, so I think it has something to do with, like, his his energy level. Because then also, like, an inhaler falls, and he's trying to get to the inhaler. Yeah. So, like, I think his energy level was falling, so his powers don't function the same way. But then a few minutes later, Stan grabs one of Diego's knives and throws it at Alfonso, and it mm-hmm. cuts him... In the same place that it cut Alfonso's leg. Right. So, yeah. But then, like, when Diego's throwing the, like, cans of food at Alfonso, he's not having any reaction to that. Right. So I think it, it has to it's do so with, weird. Like, like, and I'm not his sure. energy. Yeah, I'm not sure, like, if he just has to, like, think maybe, about maybe it. Maybe like, focusing or something? Yeah, because, like, if you remember when Allison punched him, he was like, punch me in the face. Mm-hmm. And then she punched him in the face. And, he, like, I wonder if he has to be ready for it. Yeah, or, like, like, or like focusing on it or something. Yeah, or um, to make it Also, happen. I do want to call out the fact... Well, first we have Jamie, like, you know, doing her spit thing. And Stan blocks, blocks it, it with yeah. a with the frying pan. But also, Diego, his whole thing is supposed to be to, like, alter the trajectory of metal. metal. And he hasn't been doing that. And when he's throwing the cans, he keeps missing them. Yeah. Like, maybe I, the only thing I can think of is that he's, like, halfway panicked because his kid is there and he's trying to protect his uh, kid. But, uh, you know what I think it is? Mess. Okay. Because there's, like, the little can is, mm-hmm. like, around food. So the food is, like, super fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. So when he throws it, 
he can't control it because he can't control the it's food, too much. Just it's the... too much mass. Okay. And so, like, because a little knife, you know, is like lightweight, what, pretty easy, half, like a quarter of a pound, mm-hmm. if that. Oh, if that, and, yeah. And it's it's all metal. Well, this he's throwing a can of food that has momentum inside with the sloshing juice and stuff like okay. that. So I'm wondering if like he just can't because it's too much mass and too much too much like I, sloshing. I, I, I think I accept your theory. Yeah, because he's not, he, he'll mani- manipulate the metal, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll roll with that. Um, then he grabs Dan and they run out. He's, and... he's not as powerful as like Magneto. Well, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like Magneto Gen- J- Jr. <laughs> like if, if Magneto's. Oh, new name for Diego. <laughs> if Magneto's, if Magneto's grandson's grandson had a child, <laughs> that's what. Magneto Light. Yeah. <laughs> So he grabs Stan, they run out, and Stan's like, no, we're fighting. And he's like, no, he who runs and lives today can fight again another day. And Stan's like, that's stupid. He's like, yeah, I know. One of the things that I like is Stan says, that girl's going to hork on you, dude. <laughs> yes. I, I like that. I enjoy Stan's observations. Yeah. Um, so then during the course of... The trip to the uh, world's biggest ball of wine. Uh, wine ball of wine. Ball of wine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> world's biggest ball of twine. My goodness. <laughs> Clearly my brain is not functioning properly. Drive up on uh, Amish colony. <laughs> I, I said Klaus and five roll up to an Amish farm. Yeah. So we discovered that Klaus was Colony. Amish. Yes. <laughs> colony. Colony. Yeah. So you were you were tapping real good. I was tapping uh, good. <laughs> Five checks him checks Klaus for signs of the doppels and then goes all right good luck. And Klaus is like wait aren't you going with me and he's like nope you gotta do this by yourself. Bye. Dop- Doppler ganger check. <laughs> I just said doppels because that's what they referred to them in the first episode as and I like it it's a funny word yeah. doppel. Um so then he <laughs> he has a. The, do you feel anything? Nothing but the rash on the old tackle. <laughs> and Five's like, yep, you're good. Bye. And then he walks up on a woman derobing a rabbit. Mm-hmm. We know that her name is Sarah Beth. We mm-hmm. find that out later. Um, uh, well, if you read the subtitles, it's like, Also true, yes. Yeah. But a man comes out and he's like, Sarah Beth. Um, he calls her mom and she's mm-hmm. like, um, there are no mothers here. <laughs> and so he asks for Rachel. <laughs> Nay, English, no mothers here, only rabbits. <laughs> Sarah Beth of the rabbits. Um, he asks for Rachel, and then some man comes out and tells him to leave, um, very aggressively. Mm-hmm. And Klaus is, fancy boots back Klaus is like, you're destroying my, my, my image of the Amish, or my perception yeah. of the Amish, or something like that. And he's like, I don't give a shit, get out of here. Yeah. Um, so they get rid of him, make him leave. And uh, let's see. he says, you're upsetting the women folk, and he says, women folk love me. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Women folk do love Klaus. <laughs> and then Luther and Sloan. Yes, Luther is... Absolutely loving his time as a hostage. He's talking about like how great what they've done with the Umbrella Academy is, and how this is what he wishes they could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he talks about how Ben died, and like everything just sort of fell apart. Yeah. And we still don't know how Ben died. Three seasons in, no idea. I thought it was suicide. No, they've never specifically said that. Oh. People have postulated it, but they've never specifically said how Ben died, and it's annoying. Okay. Well, All we really know is it was bad, it. and like everyone fled for the hills afterwards. Right. Um, Sloan tells him that she wishes she could leave and go somewhere else. And he tells her about being on the moon and she is like super into it. 
And he's all he's like, no one is into that. Like everyone, like nobody cares about that. And I'm, just like, I'm sorry, man. The only people you're around are your siblings who really don't care because they yeah. already know about it. It's not exciting. Like find some new people. <laughs> he, uh, did. He, <laughs> he did. He found Sloan. Um, and then Sloan remembers that there is a camera and starts to kind of try and pump him for information yeah. about his family. And he's like, you're trying to honeypot me. <laughs> Honeypot? How, how, what was the word he used? Honeypot. Was it honeypot? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like honey something else. Nope. Doesn't matter. Honeypot. Okay, cool. He um, knows what a honeypot is. Yes, which stupid. is quite surprising. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he says, and then Faye comes in and says, uh, Ben would like a word. Yes, with Sloan. Yeah. To get her out of there. Right. And, and she's Faye, very pointed about it. And it's like, I kind of like was like, Faye is always watching. Like mm-hmm. Faye is always watching. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many... Or ravens, she can have right, like because they come from her. Yeah, and how many, like how many, how much she can split her consciousness. Mm -hmm. But anyway, sorry, I digress. Uh, And then outside, we've got Lila, randomly, who fucking like apparently can just look at somebody now and know what their powers. Yeah, like she just uses Sloan power to fly herself somewhere. I mean, we find out later with to the roof, but right now we don't know where she's going. Also, like. Don't even know why she went there. Like, what made her think that that was a place she should go? It was very strange. Like, she's just there. Super strange. Like, because, fuck, she doesn't know that there's... Yeah, she's there outside, using Sloan's power. Back in Amish country, Five is just chilling in the car. Sitting in a map and... Sitting looking at a map and singing. Mm -hmm. He's just just hanging out. He's enjoying his retirement. Yeah. And then the Eldridge Lava Pill sends out another pulse and then disintegrates all of the cows. Yep. Around him. Um... He's concerned. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, oh, can I get one freaking day off? Yes. Um, and then Grace brings down snacks for the Eldritch Lava Club. Yeah, and she says something about not being sure what it likes because you did create all of them. Yeah. So I'm like, is she giving him, like, pieces of cow? Like, what is she giving him? I don't even <laughs> or, know. Not him, it. She, the... like, communes with it? Like, I... The... It's very strange. Like it's very strange. her behavior with the Eldridge lava pill is very odd. She is supposed to be a robot, so I don't understand how I don't know she like why becomes... she worships. Like, yeah, like that understand. just seems very odd to me. Yeah, like for this whole thing. Also, I mean, I know we've seen trailers and things like that, so he's gonna pop eventually. But where the hell is Pogo? Right. Like, why is he not around? So, like, you know, he should still be there. I have a feeling Pogo's going to show up, and then there's going to be... He's going to be, like, the narrator, like, the expose guy. <laughs> like, they're going to be like... They're going to be like, oh, hey, Pogo. And he's like, stop, don't call me Pogo. Call me Mr. Backstory Man. And he's going to, like, <laughs> fill them in, like, on everything that's happened up until this point. And, like, you know, what, what was going on. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. But. I have a feeling he'll be in, like, in the last, like, three minutes of the very last episode or something like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. that seems like they would, something they would do. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah. So, then Grace walks toward the Elder Tall Pill. Yep. The uh, same time-ish, Klaus is in the woods. Gets in touch with Sarah Beth again. Yes. And they're, like, in the woods somewhere doing... I assume she's, like, setting rabbit traps or something. I don't know. Uh, she's out there doing something. I thought it was berries or something. Maybe. Yeah. She's in the woods now. Um, and clearly, Klaus followed her. She tells him that Rachel was her sister, but she's dead. Died from a brain hemorrhage on October 1st, 1989. Mm-hmm. And Klaus is like, that's the day I was born. That's, that's my birthday. And then oh, we see... we're on my last page of notes. I'm getting close. I'm getting close to mine. Okay. 
Page and a half left. Great. I'm so glad you just have the paper on the on the microphone. That's really going to show up. Really good at that. Yeah, you are. I'm super good at making random little noises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a quick little scene of Allison and Victor in the diner. Yeah. And they're talking about using the briefcase, basically, and right. going back to their families, essentially. Um, and then I we feel s- like you could call this season Allison's Descent into Madness. <laughs> like, I mean... Alice in the Multiverse of Madness. I guess. <laughs> She's so erratic. Like, she yeah. has these, like, flashbacks, like... Yeah, she has, like, the hallucination. Although that's a little, little bit that's later, That's a little bit later, but yeah. here... Um, Allison's like, do you know how to use the briefcase? And Victor is like, Five is a monster, but he's not an asshole. Once we tell him <laughs> what this means to us, he'll understand and help us. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't know. It feels like Allison did like this 180 turn and all of a sudden is just like a gigantic D-bag. Yeah. Like. I, mean, I suppose, you know, losing your husband and your child at the same time might do that to you for a while if you're a superhero. Yeah. But... Okay, but this is what I, okay. Like, I understand that she lost Claire, right? Well, Claire, but Claire was already gone. Like but she already had years mm-hmm. with Ray. Like, pick a lane, lady. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to well, pick a lane. I, I feel like almost like it's more like she she left Ray to come back to Claire, essentially, like in her mind. But Claire's not there, so she basically gave up Ray for nothing. Is almost how like I feel like her mental state is right now. Right. I guess. I, yeah. I suppose. I just like. Doesn't matter. Either yeah. way. She's it's gonna annoying. have to make the decision when they go back anyway. Right. Like, are you gonna go back to Ray or are you gonna go back to Claire? Yeah. You gotta pick one. Yeah, and Can't either one, one's either one 60s, is gonna make. One's in the sixties. One does not exist. Yeah. So either way, you're gonna have to, you're gonna be an asshole. Either way you go. So like, pick one. <laughs> you know, I don't. Know. I'm. Yeah. We'll get there. I'm sure there's some big reveal that we have not seen yet because we are trying to pace ourselves and not watch too far ahead of where we are at the podcast. Yeah. Right. We'll get there. Uh, Klaus, Klaus is, is running down a hill from all says, the Amish men. Yeah. <laughs> Start the car. Um, which five is doing some beautiful mind calculations yeah, on the window on, on the windows um and um sarah beth runs up to Klaus before he gets in the car and hands him a folder mm-hmm. he says rachel's death she says rachel's death was not a normal one and there were more yeah she also tells me he has rachel's eyes yeah he yeah. has her eyes and um uh, let's see so then he hops in the car sorry he hops in the car and he starts looking through and he finds his mother in this thing. He says, here's my mom. And five down the road just slams on the brakes. and like, what did you just say? Well, because Klaus says she died before I was born. Yeah. And then five is like, what the fuck? And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> and five is more concerned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> concerned five is still kind of like nonchalant five. like A little bit. He's losing his grip a little bit now. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we're... We, we, haven't got, we, haven't, we haven't progressed to the point of killing the whole commission yet no we we progressed past we progressed to just right before uh what do they call it um psychosis uh the doppelganger psychosis whatever yeah yeah i can't remember what it's called but yeah we'll get there we'll remember it (laughs) yeah he he hasn't quite made it to that point yet but he's getting close i can (laughs) i can he like when he when he starts getting closer and closer, he starts hunching over more and like really just kind of like selling his smiles more and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just way his body language just starts changing and it's, it does. And it's gone from like 
dude who like is sitting just like he's just so happy happy to like going like oh, oh. i just gotta start dealing with this shit more and more and more yep yeah he, he sees it coming yeah he, he knows that his retirement has yeah. was just one day <laughs> um allison and victor are still in the diner it's nighttime now mm-hmm. um allison says that marcus isn't gonna show and then she hallucinates the the asshole from stadler's, stadler's diner yeah, stadler's yeah. Or whatever. from yeah. 63 um <laughs> And then she, like, runs outside and sees Lester Pocket. Yeah. And she chases him, but then loses him down an alley. Yeah. And sees some random dude peeing in a corner. So, fun for Allison. <laughs> Way to go, Allison. You chased a person to pee. Yes. Um, and then you look up and Lester Pocket is on a fire escape. Watching her. Watching her. Yes. And then everything turns icy. Mm-hmm. The, the funny thing is, though, is he's on, like, a fire escape, like, pretty high up, like, I didn't see, like, a ladder that he could have, like, scrambled up. Right? So I think he, like, flew up there? I feel like his, his powers are going to be chaotic and strange. <laughs> you think? <laughs> so then, back at the Sparrow Academy, the Sparrows are, like, in their, like, main sitting room um, right. of the, what used to be the Umbrella Academy. Um, and they're talking about Alfonso and Jamie's fight. And then Luther walks in, and Ben tells him he's free to go. And he's like, here, take a gift bag. And he's, like, <laughs> super, like intense about like yeah you're fine just leave it's okay yeah and luther's like um okay and he's like <laughs> you can go but make sure you send marcus back or else and luther's just like uh, all right <laughs> yeah like okay sure yeah um and then and then he leaves yeah and then like as he leaves um As he leaves, like, there's a, you see uh, a raven, like, fly down mm-hmm. and grab a briefcase and then fly out. And it flies up and you see Lila there. Yeah, Lila's using Faye's raven to bring her the briefcase. How did she know there was a briefcase there? Yeah. First once of all. again. How'd she, yeah, and then how did she not see the Elder Love pill? Right. Because it's right there. It's right there. And also, making tons how of light. did Faye not notice that... One of her ravens was being used. It's not one of her ravens, I guess though. it's not. It was one of Lila's ravens, I suppose. Yeah. So we can get rid of that note. But still, like, yeah. that, that is strange to me. That, yeah. like, no one notices this. Lila somehow knew the briefcase was there. Missed the Elder's Lava Pill. Or maybe she didn't miss it. She knew it was there already and doesn't care because she's leaving. Who knows? Yeah, I guess. It's yeah. Lila. Um, um, and yeah. then Allison and Victor and Diego... They're drinking in the hotel bar when Klaus and Five run in. Yeah. Five shows them all the journal um, with uh, the hey, mothers. Look, it's my mom. <laughs> he's, he's like going through. He's like, look, this one's mine. And he's yeah. like so proud of her. Yeah. Um, and it shows that all the mothers died before the siblings were born. Right. Um, and Five says they created a grandfather paradox when they jumped from 1963. Mm-hmm. Which everyone's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And this is where uh, Klaus very excitedly tells them about his mother. Yes. And seems like seems like super sincere. And like I'm almost like, oh, does he have mommy issues? Right. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, um, and then we go to a scene where like Luther's walking out and he's got like a he's got like a he's got his tote bag from, tote the, bag <laughs> from, and, like, from the Sparrow Academy. Smoothie to go. Mm-hmm. And Sloan uh, lifts him up. To her room. Yeah, he, like, walks over to her window, and she, like, flies him up to her room to apologize, and they chat for a little while. She says that they were being watched before, um, but that she meant every word she said, 
and then, and then they, they kiss bang. and levitate, and we assume they have sex on the ceiling based and on a phrase scene. from before. Um, and the song Higher Love plays. Yeah. Can't forget that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Luther has a type. Yeah. So also... However, if he's not born, is he really banging his sister? God, no. So I, I did have a thought <laughs> with this. Okay. So the, the numbers that Sir Reggie gave them are meant to be a representation of like their... Status and represent like their strength and abilities, the strength of their own strength and abilities, right? Uh-huh. Well, on the receipt that Klaus has, it says after like hereafter to be referred to as number four. Okay. So when he found the babies, he already had them numbered. Right. Which like makes me wonder, like, was that just the order that he found them in? So he decided that was the like the order they're supposed to be in, and all these kids were like, "Well, I'm number one," which means I'm in charge. Like things like that. Like did the kids oh. like create this reality for oh, they themselves, probably did. or did he somehow know what their powers were going to be before? No, I don't think so. Because them. you remember, you remember in the first or second season, second season when they had that little vignette with Vanya, and he was trying to figure out what her powers were first season yeah yeah so he had no idea what their powers True, were. unless he unless he somehow because but they also like all know like how to trigger their powers like they somehow find yeah, out so that allison I think, says like i heard a rumor and it makes right. power work. and so i maybe think he knew i think he being the alien that he is had like some sort of like um apparatus that would help him figure that out because he wrote it all down in the journal yeah what their stuff was Anyway, I did. I noticed that. I noticed that like he already knows that Klaus is number four. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious what significance the number like their number system actually has now. Right. So that was one of my observations from this yeah. episode. All right. And there uh, we go. Another good episode. Yeah. Ish. Decent. I'm yeah. I it was very dialogue heavy. Yeah. In this one. Yeah. yeah. Which most of these are. But yeah. Still. Yeah. Totally. Um, come join our Facebook page. Come say hi. Let us know you guys are listening. If you have a theory, tell us. Tell us. Please no spoilers on the Facebook page. We're trying really Go hard. Go at the pace of the podcast, as irritating as that may be. Yeah, right. <laughs> or wait till the end, watch them all, listen all together, and then you can say. What and you then want. come tell us we were wrong yeah. about things. Right, and we'll address <laughs> it. Um, other than that, uh, we'll see you. Talk to you next week. Goodbye.